Uh, hello and welcome to another episode of Not Your Average Netizens. Uh, this is your host, Tim, a.k.a. Murdy, and today I am joined by a wonderful pod of three other lovely podcasters. Uh, first up, we have Kiara. Hey, everyone. We also have Nico. Hi. And our wonderful producer, Juliet. Hi. <laughs> Kiara, I like the little emphasis. <laughs> I, I try, appreciate I try. it. I'm, I'm ready for that shirt. It's going to be the first merch shirt, I'm telling you. Um, so as usual we're gonna talk uh comebacks and debuts first um so let's just get straight into it uh first up we have brave girls who recently made their comeback with their uh song rollin' um i like the song actually i I thought it was a good song uh i really i always love chair choreography so i always think it's really cool to see how people use it and kind of deal with it um i do think chair choreography kind of lends itself more to uh how people typically choreograph female choreography so it probably works even better that way um but i really liked it i also think that they look really good and they sound really good like the whole song itself is pretty good um i don't really care for the part where they're kind of all like laying out like i think it's fine whatever um but i think that like the emphasis should have been put on them in those like turtleneck skirt outfits and they're like just choreo i think that was really strong especially because i think the aesthetics of like them being in a tiny room that seems lost almost in space with like the crazy background and everything was really cool i thought it was really really nice and every time they panned back further and you could see like the the like planet or moon whatever it was supposed to be and it's all blood red and stuff like i thought it was so cool and it was really interesting and i wish that there was more focus on just that part um but I liked it. Uh, I really feel like the intro and the way they did the like brave entertainment was really epic. And then the music video itself didn't ever do anything that epic again. So I felt a little misled. I thought there was going to be like crazy theatrics and stuff. They spent um, their maybe... budget on that. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> ma- maybe I just got really pulled in by this like this like epic movie entrance of brave entertainment. And then it was like, oh, no, we just did it because it's cool. Like. But I liked it. Overall, I liked the song, and I definitely liked the music video, uh, When especially when you get to just see the choreo. I really love that part. So, Okay, so I've been down for Brave Girl since Deep End, um, which I guess isn't that long ago. But, you know, this new iteration of Brave Girls is really refreshing and really great. And I thought Deep End was really new. It's something that we hadn't heard from girl groups like, really ever. It's very unique. And then they came out with High Heels, and, you know, that was their, like, popular, crowd-pleasing track. And so I didn't know what to expect with this track this time around. And when I heard it was Tropical House, I just knew that I needed to prepare myself for what was going to be undoubtedly a bop. Um, and uh, I was proved right. I love this song so much. It's been on repeat. Since the day it came out, I am literally obsessed. Um, It's just everything I can ask for in just a really good, like, pop song. It has great replay value. You know, the chorus is just flary enough that it's not too repetitive. Um, I've probably watched... So, they came out with... The video, which I love. Um, I understand the, like, layout brothel-y part. Because um, they're supposed to be, like, in a vampire den, I guess. They're supposed to be vampires. 
And I don't know, I just always thought the idea of, like, a vampire den with people, like, writhing in, like, these large nests is expected. So I was, like, okay with it. Um, I like the cool effects of their eyes changing colors and stuff. Um, I wish, I wanted more from the video itself. I feel like the video itself was just a glorified dance version. Which, I like dance versions, but it didn't give me much as our story goes. Like, if they are going to do a vampire concept, I wish they had taken it further. And Yoo Jung actually said in um, Curtain Talk, which is, I guess, show champions after show. Like, they have an English after show, and she was on there. And, well, they are all on there, but Yoo Jung said in English that they were supposed to be vampires at first. But now their concept has kind of changed into something a little more... Um, flirty, I guess. They're just like mature women, I guess now. Um, but yes, every flirty than vampires. I don't get it. Like, <laughs> I don't. Well, vampires are supposed to be inherently sexual. Like, they. Yeah, you know, I was gonna say vampires are pretty flirty. The whole biting of the neck, you know, that whole, you know, to literally taking someone's life essence in your mouth is like a very sensual thing. Like it, vampires are just glamorized in our society like that's just you know they're sexual beings the way they're displayed so i don't know i guess um Tiara's version of vampires must be the twilight version and she completely was turned off <laughs> no no i was saying that or the 30 days are, of nights are, I, I was saying that vampires are flirty so oh, that's why okay. i'm confused as to why they would change it and say they want it to be flirty or more oh i see older. what you're saying I don't know, I, like, I don't think they change it. I mean, I guess, like, for their live shows, because they're a lot more, like, smiley and, like, not exactly, you know, they're much more people-friendly as people, as brave girls, than they are, than their concept would suggest. You know what I mean? Like, hmm, how do I describe it? Have you, okay, so, on and on, Vic's vampires, they were vampires, and in their live stages, they gave us, vampire tees, like, they were in it. They were in that version of themselves, I guess. Brave girls aren't... Brave girls are themselves, like, being flirty. and Versus, like, them being, like, vampires like they were in a video. I just think it's the way they're attacking the song and the choreography live versus however they must have thought about it in their heads when they did the actual video. I don't know. Maybe that's coming off differently now. Like, coming off differently to us, the people watching. But I guess their motivations are different now, I guess. I digress. Anyway, I love the song. I love the video. I watch every version that they put out. I watch the video, the dance version, the under-19 version. I watch... The back version? The back version. <laughs> the front version. I watch the point dance tutorial video. I watch all of the people praising them videos. I watched that curtain talk on Show Champion, and now they're releasing one by one, like uh, dating simulation videos. And so far, Yu Jong and Unji have released theirs, and I've watched both of theirs. And they're raw videos with no subs, and I've watched them anyway. And I'm just really excited for Brave Girls and see what they're going to put out in the future. Anyone else? Yeah, I'm also going to have to join the team of Loving Rolling. Um, you know, Brave Girls is a group that's kind of been around for a good while, mm -hmm. but it wasn't until they did, they revamped and then they did deepened and which was, like Nico said, it was such a 
good, good song. Like, that song is, like, definitely one of, like, the top ten songs from last year. Um, but I, when they came out with High Heels, I was kind of, eh, on it. Um, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't what I was looking for in Brave Girls, so I kind of passed it. And then afterwards, they released a summer song, which was really bad, um, music video and song-wise. Wow, so I, was, I blocked that song out of my memory completely. It was, just, <laughs> it was just that bad. Like it was, it was a five-dollar budget music video. The song was terrible, and I was like, kind of no wonder the rapper left the group because she was like, I can't deal with this anymore. <laughs> but um, but with this comeback, like I'm really loving it. I love the song, the music video. Yes, it does need, it needed a bit more story in it. Um. But like I said, I think they just spent so much money on the CGI of that intro of Brave Entertainment that they were like, oh, wait, we don't have any money now to shoot scenes of you girls as vampires or doing something. So, you know what? We'll just just stick to the dance video. You know, that's it. Um, but either way, I enjoyed it. Um, I've been watching their performances. I haven't seen this week so yet, but um, I watched their comeback stages and they all looked great. But like Nico said, they were more smiley than everything. So it's flirty but smiley. So it's definitely more brave girls and vampire-ish. But, you know, that's okay. Um, because apparently a lot of people like that. Uh, I've been been reading comments and yeah. a lot of people like, Oh, who's that blonde girl that's always smiling? She's cute. Or, My eyes are always on her and things like that. So, you know, it's giving them... For, I. I thought a lot of people were not going to like the song because a lot of people would be like, oh, this is just another, you know, sexy song or whatever. But actually, a lot of people are liking it. So I'm glad for Brave Girls. I don't... Yeah, I gave it two thumbs up. Um, Prior to this, I didn't care for Brave Girls at all. Like, you could threaten my life and tell me to sing one of their songs and I wouldn't be able to do it because I remember nothing. But I'm going to have to agree with all of you guys and say that I love this song. It's super good, super solid. Woo! So, good job, Brave Girls and their company. Nah, don't thank their company. Just them. They didn't do their song, Tim. Nah, I don't care. Their company is straight garbage. Brave <laughs> Entertainment is the worst. I'm a Big Star fan, so that company can rot in hell as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Same with Bla- Brave Girls. They have a whole new group because they can't manage their goddamn groups. Okay. Uh, they don't get a pass to me. Nope. Also, can I just say that I love... I think her name is Yuna or Yura? I can't remember. Yuna, she has the bob. Yeah, her eyebrows are, like, amazing. I can't stop looking at them because they're just so amazing. But, yes, that's all. I also would be remiss if I didn't... Shanna told me to make sure that everybody knows that she thinks that this song is a bop as well. So... No, she left us. She doesn't like it. She hates it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so we also had, uh, BTOB who made their comeback with the song movie. Um, I like, okay. So first off, it's a solid song. It's, it's pretty good. Um, I actually liked, uh, Penil, is that how you say his name? Yeah. Um, uh, I liked his rap a lot, which normally I don't like his parts in songs. Um, but I, I liked it a lot and I definitely liked him being Eminem. I thought it was very funny and very clever. Um, I thought the MV in general was very clever. I love movie references, so, like, you, you make a bunch of popular movie references, I'm on board. 
with one exception. Uh, I'm really over seeing people be the Joker. Like, I get it. I get that Suicide Squad came out, and I get that the Joker is, like, cool, and everybody likes the Joker. It's 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 fine. It's over. We're done with it. Like, we had a dance competition show that had two people in the same week do the same idea of a choreography. Like, enough. Enough is enough. We're over the Joker. It's okay. fine. It's not Halloween anymore. I'm going to agree with you a little bit, but also it was good because it was a recognizable costume. Because there's a couple of them that I don't recognize at all. Really? Yeah. The only one that I don't know is the bomb one, but, like, every all the other ones are very obvious. Maybe I'm dumb. Maybe I haven't seen them. I mean, did did you know the yellow re- suit one? Yeah, Kill Bill. Or you could also say Bruce Lee, but okay, that too. But like, if we're talking about movies, that's that's what comes to my mind. Bruce Lee's Enter the, the Dragon. The dragon. Is thing. Yeah, I know, but I haven't seen that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> but that's. I mean, that's fair. But like, I get that it's recognizable, but. It's it's played out. That's my only complaint. Is like I get I get that it's recognizable. Don't get me wrong. But there's like a a bunch of other characters in that movie that you could be that haven't been done that would be more interesting. There's also other movies that are very popular that you could have done. Like there's an entire laundry list of popular Marvel movies, and instead we just do the Joker because it's easy. Like part of part of my issue is that the Joker is very easy. All you have to do is paint your your face white, like joker white put like a fake grill in and then draw some stuff on your face and you're the joker it's very very low maintenance costume and i get that like not a lot of their costumes were super super in-depth or anything i get that that being said i'm still over the joker like i i i totally agree that it's popular and i get that's why they did it i'm still over it like it's still not what i want you know what i mean that that's my only complaint but i think the song itself was good like i i like the song so i just didn't like the other ones after Okay, um, well, I love the video. I study acting and theater in, high, in college, so I'm a total, like, movie, TV, just art junkie. So I love the video. Uh, it's weird because B2B is one of those bands that I love as people, but whose music never really meshes with me. Like, I don't always really... I actually have never liked their music except... I like to pray, and now I like this song. So um, they're headed in the right direction for me. They also are promoting a song someday from the album as well that I really like as well. Um, but yeah, it's a good song. I like the little hip hop stuff they put in it in the the little one part. I can't really describe it, but um, they like crank or whatever, and it's cute. Um, but yeah, it's good. I like it. I like it a lot. I like the references. I like it all. Uh, I like the references, but I have to say I haven't really liked a B2B song that much since, uh, what's it called? Wow. You're So Fly. Oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> also, they did this one dance park in this parking garage, and I'm pretty sure everybody uses the same parking garage. To film their music videos. That's really strange. Kiara? Well, I also have to agree with you guys. I also like the song and the music video. Um, I love all the movie references. Um, if, I, if I had to list them, by, if I can remember, it was Pulp Fiction, um, uh, Grease. That's another one I haven't seen. 
I'm pretty sure that one in the, when they're at a, like a diner thing. I'm pretty sure that's Grease. Um, Kill Bill or Bruce Lee, whichever you've seen or. <laughs> well, really, it's Bruce Lee because Kill Bill got that from. Yeah, Bruce Kill Bill. That that scene and her outfit. Well, not yeah. that scene so much, but that outfit is inspired by Bruce Lee's. Right, my mistake. It's just. Um, what was the other one? Eight Mile. <laughs> Peniel was Eminem. Was so, so good, dude. That was the best one. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure Minhyuk is supposed to be a Bond movie. Um, which one? I don't know. But that's the vibe I got. And then, um, the, who else was it? Um, Young, what's his name? Young Kwan? No, the, who was the last one who did the Mission Possible one? Uh, Hansik? No. It was oh um oh their names of still. Hey, right. that's that's what I forgot to uh, mention. Justice for Hunsik, uh, he's wonderful and beautiful and perfect. So let him do more stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I loved it. I enjoyed it. I like the fact that they actually took the song, the they titled it movie and they based the music video on it. It's yeah. Just, it was nice. It would have killed me if they didn't do a yeah. movie-based music video because I'm like, what was the point, to be honest? Yeah, they de- didn't. definitely nice touch that they named it movie and then actually had movie references. I like that. Yeah, so um, I enjoyed the music video. I enjoy- I'm i enjoying the song. Um, I, I, I do like that Peniel's whole rap is in English. It kind of takes yeah. you off for a moment. It, like, it yeah. trips you off for a moment, but then you're, you're just like, okay, yeah, go ahead, Peniel. Tell us. You're the masterpiece. Go ahead. Um, so... But yeah, um, as for their past music, I enjoy them here now. I know they did like a Christmas song maybe like two years ago or something. I think that was like the last song I actually liked from them. All right. Um, so next up we had uh, BAP's Wake Me Up. Um, I thought the chorus was okay. I, I feel like the backtrack and the, mu- the, well, the music in general is very, very overpowering. And especially during the chorus, it's like... They hit the chorus and we're like, let's turn this up a minute. <laughs> like, let's just really blast this out. Um, I really don't like either of the two rap verses. Um, I like Zelos a little bit more, but I definitely think that Yonggooks is very off-putting for the song. Like, it, it kind of comes out of nowhere and it really takes me out of, like, the general ebb and flow of the music. Um, I don't know if it's an issue of, like the tone of his voice to the song or something. I'm not, I'm, I'm not sure. It's just, it, I just remember as I watched the music video, like the minute it hit, I was like, I don't f- like the same with Zelo's rap, but I was like, I don't know what song I'm listening to. I'm very lost. Um, but the highlight is definitely the chorus for me. I wish the backtrack was turned down a little bit on the studio version. Um, I don't know if it's better when they perform it live. I have no idea, but that's my main gripe with the song because I think it's pretty solid. Um, I definitely, I don't normally compare boy groups, but if you were comparing, I mean, they were releasing at the same time, so I feel like you kind of have to. No, and I definitely, okay. yeah, I'm sorry. I definitely think BTOB's song is considerably better. Um, but. I don't know. I mean, it's fine. I just there's too much about this particular song that I don't like from start to finish that I kind of feel like I should say I don't like it. Um, But I really would like the chorus if the backtrack was lower. Like, that's my biggest gripe is if the backtrack was lower, the chorus would save the song for me because I really, really like it. I like the sound of their voice. I think it's perfect. It's just too loud. BAP will never please Tim. I mean, that might be true. Like, they got pretty close. This is the closest they've ever been. <laughs> I wouldn't call this song trash. I just think that 
the part that I like the most is being overshadowed by like how loud they make the backtrack at that moment. And I know it's like the crescendo of the music backtrack as well. And that's probably part of it. But I just feel like it overpowers their vocals. And that's it. I really I want vocals to shine. I'm very big on vocal shining over music, um, like over the backtrack and things. So like I would much rather like a song because I like the vocals than like the song because I like the beat, because then I feel like. Anybody can put out music once you just like the beat, you know, and that's kind of the problem I have with Western music, but that's a different topic. So, um, well, for me, um, I like, okay, so I, I hate like the stereotypical, like macho boy group, like I'm coming for your girl, save me trash. Like, not that it's trash, it's just overdone and like boring to me now. And so I love these, like, angsty music videos that get into, like, other things, you know, like depression and, like, mental health and, like, emotional things. So I kind of was, like, already biased towards the song and video to start with. Um, I really like the idea of the video, um, but I don't know how I feel about it. I feel like the production of the song might have thrown me off. Like, I agree with you, like, there are parts of the song that I feel like were too loud or, like, not mixed properly. So, where I should have been focusing on the lyrics or the way the lyrics were given and the melody, it's like there were all these things going on in the background that were so distracting. Um, I think the video was so effective visually and just with the content that it kind of took me away from the song also, like, just in general. Um, there was so much going on, it was hard to catch. And I'm also, I don't know anything about BAP, BAP. I don't know anything about their group. This was like the first video of, those, of theirs I've ever seen to like analyze. So I didn't, there was already that. But then too many of the members kind of blended in with the extras and the other actors in the video. Um... Which is interesting considering a lot of the actors weren't Korean. So it's crazy that they kind of just blended in with the rest of the cast. Um, but that kind of complicated things for me. So I, this song and video are memorable for me, unfortunately. But I think the song is very impactful. And I think if I listen to it again, um, I'll find things about it that I do like. Um... Well, I, the thing is, since I only watched it once, I don't feel like I fully remember how the song even sounds like. Um, I just remember thinking, like, it's not a bad song, but I guess to me it's pretty forgettable, like, compared to their past songs. Because um, to be honest, I haven't really liked a BAP song in a very long time. Like, I enjoyed their earlier stuff but like in the past their past releases I haven't really been feeling so I can't say I really like this song it's not a bad song it's just pretty forgettable for me I just remember uh, Viva La Reducion you know but pretty much but from the music video standpoint I think it's a very powerful one um, it definitely stands out compared to everything that's being released right now in K-pop. Um, it's definitely a music video with a message. And, you know, 
and I feel like, you know, it, it's a good music video, but song-wise, <laughs> I can't, I don't really have much to say about the song. I'm gonna go ahead and say, yes, I forgot <laughs> what it sounds like as well, but it doesn't matter because I still like the song. Um, I don't know, I thought it was really good, but I'll listen to it again because of Tim and Nico's critiques. And I'm glad they brought back the, um, what's it called? Bat to windshield violence. <laughs> but it's also good to see uh, Jungkook again since, you know, he's been yeah. out for a while. So it's good to see him. Alright, um, and last up we have uh, G-Friend who came back with their song Fingertip. Um, when the song first started, my first thought was like, am I, what video game did I just start up and I don't realize that I'm listening to the entry music of? It's not a bad thing because I love video games, but I was like, what is this? What is, what is this? Um, I definitely went into it totally blind. I didn't know what their concept was. No teasers. That's part of like my favorite thing about K-pop is that I don't watch teasers. I don't watch movie teasers anymore either, unless I have to, like if I'm in a movie theater. Um, but outside of that, I, I won't watch them. So I go into so many things blind and it's cool because sometimes you get shocked. And this is one of those times um, the MV started playing and I was like, OK, this is interesting. This is not what I expect from G friend. And like it was a good time. It was very fun. I love the car scene where they're, and they when they shoot at the car and like the reactions are so comical. I loved it. Um, I thought it was really fun. Uh, I think it fits their like weak attempt at being disco something, um, which is fine. I don't think they're wrong for kind of making it like a weak attempt at it. I think it was actually the right choice. Um, I definitely think this is my favorite song I've ever heard by them. It was very fun and very interesting. Like it, like I was listening to it in the background. I was like, this is kind of a bop. Like I'm kind of down with this. Um, I can go without the little like gun shooting rifley parts. Uh, but outside of that, like in, in the choreo that is, but outside of that, I thought it was good. I liked the song a lot. Um, I gave it a lot of flack because I just assumed that I'll never like anything G friend, but I liked the song. It was good. It was really good. I got really nervous because Nico told me in the chat that Disco's not dead. And I was like, well, I hate disco. There's no way I'm going to like this. And then it came on. And I was like, it's like a weak disco, like perfect. Like they went, I want to be disco inspired. And they nailed it. Like I thought it was really good. I really liked the song a lot. Well, well, well. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. Like, everybody could, you know, everybody that is in our KKT chat could probably attest that, like, I pretty much poop on G-Friend if the opportunity is there. And I definitely didn't expect anything from this one. And I did like it a can lot. You, so you, I'm glad that I took the time to watch it. Can you hear it. Noah's applause from here? <laughs> uh, I, I thought the video was very strange. I, I don't know what the hell was going on in that video. Um, Hold on, I wait. So for you telling me that Disco's not dead, do you not know that like there's so many in that time period? There's so many music videos and so many videos in general that just have random car chases for no reason that are just like that. I mean, random car chases, people superimposed in space. Like, yeah, it was just an yeah. homage to that time period. That's <laughs> yeah, all. Yeah, it's so it's so random. Like, so I guess if they were going following through on the disco theme then i guess so one thing i loved about the video which is definitely a callback to disco era was the little room with all the light bulbs and mirrors oh it was so gorgeous and their choreography version b yes yeah they actually do full out in that room and it looks so good Ooh, and i I'll love it yeah watch it it's really cool looking um and i just love how they just go for this choreography um 
But the thing is, the choreography is not extremely complicated. Um, it looks like it may be their easiest choreography, but it is kind of quick, and they really just kind of go for it. I watched their first stage where they did uh, M Countdown, and you know, M Countdown always has fan cams. I watched them do a fan count of it, and my jaw was just on the floor the entire time. Uh, they they do so well at making small movements look incredibly intricate, and like easy movements look like really intricate. I love it. I also love the tongue, 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 like air guns. <laughs> I love it. It's so well. The song is talking about you know they're aiming at your heart and stuff, so it makes sense that they're like air guns shooting people. I loved it. I love everything about the song, the video. Everybody stepped it up vocally as well. It's just like, oh, it's such a good song. Oh, when those strings come in at the end, it just oh, take me away. Sorry. I loved it. I think I'm ready to like G-Friend. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> this, along with like that cute, that cute-ass gif of Yuju and the other girl. Have you guys seen it? Probably yet, and are they kissing? Yeah. Yeah. That is, that was so cute, and I just like them a lot now. I'm glad. Also, can we talk about uh, how good Omg um looks as a, like with this new hair color, and like they got rid of her thin bangs, which were awful. And I just am ready for visual Omg um to rise. I'm glad Shellis isn't here to call them uglies. <laughs> yes. They're so rude. But yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm proud of them. Janelle, do you have anything to say? You mean Kiara? Kiara, yeah. Wow. Sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> so, uh, never mind. It's not worth I know their silence sounds the same. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it was cute. You don't have to if you don't have anything. It was cute. It was nice. Um, they're definitely leading to a new direction, which even if, to be honest, I don't really... I mean, the song is okay, but I don't love it. But I still think that's okay because you can tell that they're starting to head to a new direction. So this is just the start of it. So I'm just waiting for them to like really wow me with like their next comeback or something. Um, but the music video was cute. Yes, it was kind of random-ish. Um, but it was fine random, in my opinion. It was just yeah. the girls being cute or whatever. And then the girls look pretty as well. I'm liking the new hairstyles. Except I don't I don't like Umji's hair color. I don't know. I'm not feeling it. Like, I feel like if it was maybe, I don't know, more leaning towards brownish maybe, it'll look better. But I don't know. Because I, I see it like in photos and stuff. It doesn't look great. I don't know. Maybe it's the flash. I don't know. But... Oh no, this is not bad. Um, it still hasn't topped as my favorite G Friend song, which is Me Gustas Tu, but you know, it's not bad. Uh, Alright, if nobody else has anything to say, I guess we'll move right into the news. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, we're, we're going to kind of touch on some of these topics quick, mostly because I don't think that they're very super exciting, but uh, most recently we found out that Soli and Choza uh, broke up. They ended their weird relationship that so many people have a lot of feelings True about. True love is dead. Can you guys <laughs> believe this? Love does not exist in this world any longer. Yeah. Yep. Uh, also, <laughs> in the, 
uh, uh, I mean, I, I don't. I, I'm at the point with this relationship that I'm just glad it's done, so I don't yeah. have to read any more articles about it and any more comments that Same. people have to say about it. That's basically where I'm at. Like, I, I firmly believe that their relationship was none of our business, and everybody trying to psychoanalyze it like they're some sort of psychiatrist. Like, yeah. I just don't care. I'm sorry. Like you, you. All those people could be right. They could be, but unless I have like a psychiatrist that can talk directly to Sully and like I can find out directly from the source, for me, I just don't care. That's the way it's gonna roll out. And it's not that I don't think she needs to be protected. She totally does. But like people try to point to things that don't make sense to me. Like they pointed to the fact that she basically dumped fx but this is the same girl that like literally two years ago we were talking about how she was done with fx and we were just waiting for her to leave and then it finally happens and then we blame her boyfriend it didn't make sense to me it just doesn't track like she also said she wanted to be an actress and not an idol literally from like basically day one so i don't know like for me it, it never it never tracked i never understood why but it is what it is g soul and men also broke up so i guess g soul is gonna make good music now that he's <laughs> single i don't know um I personally don't think that G-Soul's music is that great. I think his voice is just great, and his features are phenomenal. But I think he's a featuring artist. Like, my favorite stuff by him is features, so. Mm, I love his songs. I just, you know, his his personal stuff that he wrote himself on his first album was, like, very emo. And uh, I, I'm just ready for some more of that. That first album was fire. And I'm just ready for some more of that angst. And it's gonna take him another fifteen years. Okay. Well I'll wait and it'll be worth <laughs> it. Like Jordan Sparks said, it'll be worth the wait. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> we'll see, because I think he's producing something with SM or something. He's yeah. been kind of teasing about it, so we'll see what happens. Um so uh Impact is going is having a US showcase tour. Uh apparently six cities including uh Miami. From what I heard, so uh, there's that. Um, I have no interest if they go to LA. Sorry, I won't be there. So I don't know. I don't know. They don't have any music. I don't understand what they're gonna go do. I'm really lost. That's why it's a topic. Like, what are they gonna do? Who's gonna? Yeah. yeah like, I are do. the tickets gonna um, be priced? Because who's gonna buy them? Do they have fans in the U.S. in six do cities? Do they have fans? Do they have general? fans? Here is the question. When did they yeah. debut? Where did they come from? To be have honest, have they debuted yet? Yeah, apparently. I mean, yeah, they did. Who are they? How many? How many <laughs> oh. members do they have? Do, do any of them speak English? What company okay. are they from? Okay, so I'm gonna. Why? I'm just hold on. Time out. I'm gonna point out for a second how I do research and other people in this podcast don't because we talked about them on our podcast and the only person that watched the music video was this guy. So, oh, all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden, how long ago did they have a video? Who are they had they? a song in 2016 and a song this year. So, oh, well, I'm just saying, new. I wasn't here. but they've also never <laughs> broken the charts beyond a hundred, so <laughs> it's fine. Like, you're not missing anything. This is what's confusing to me. They haven't even broken, like, they haven't even hit 50 yet, they can't even break top 100. Why are they coming to us when we yeah, have zero interest? Yeah. It doesn't like, make do sense. Do they think they're going to be more successful in America? But, I don't know, but let's tell you a secret. Though. They're on Star Empire, and Star Empire doesn't know what the fuck it's doing. Wait, so. Star Empire, <laughs> is that non-musicist? 
people? Yes. Uh-huh. I bet they yeah. lied. I bet Star Empire lied to the company that's having them pretty much paying for them being here and said that, oh, they're infinite and they're really yeah. popular or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh, they have so many awards and so many hit songs. You guys are not going to regret having them come to the U.S. to do a tour. I just want to clarify because their names sound kind of similar when you say them out loud. But we're talking about Infect, uh, M-F-E-C-T, not Infact, I-M-F-A-C-T. Yes. So, there you go. But apparently, Shanna and Alice are planning to go, so we'll find out what happens. Oh, good luck to them. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Uh, so they debuted in 2015? They're like a real group? This is... I don't know. Okay, so I guess I had the wrong <laughs> group. Like All right, group? fair enough. I did not watch this. Um, <laughs> oh! Spoilers. Spoilers did not. Oh, snap. See? So Tim there's... Was, uh, Tim was ready to so throw us down two, the, under the bus. I know. There's two irrelevant groups with the same... Almost the same name. That's really sad. <laughs> oh, my God. You didn't realize? <laughs> no, I had no idea. I didn't know there was an infect and an uh, infact. See, it's good. Which I clarified. Is, Stupid. stupid i mean they're both from labels that nobody cares about and uh they're both unsuccessful so i guess that makes sense hey in fact is trying really hard less than top 100 less than top 100 listen like beyonce said you can try really really hard you can do your best you can be the best at what you do and still lose these people are losing and it's nobody's fault they're also not the best Oh, well, I'm saying even if they were, it wouldn't matter. Yes, you yes, could be yes. the best and still lose. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's the thing. If you're a fan of them and uh, I just didn't know and crapped all over them just it's now, just, sorry, dude. It's the first time you've ever heard of them right now. Yeah, I mean, I guess you can go watch them live in, uh, in full effect if you want. They're out there. Um, next up, we have we have kind of a, well... I really think this is a pretty relevant topic, but, um, and I think we all generally agree, but we recently had a huge break in, um, employee contracts, uh, including basically eight, um, particular contract like issues that they've basically cleared up and said you can't do. Um, and the big three, which is JYP, uh, SM, and YG are all guilty of doing this, but also Lowen, FNC, Cube, Jellyfish, and DSP Media have all been found guilty of doing some of these things. So we're going to go over um, all of the penalties and then we'll kind of talk about it. I'm sorry, not 8-6. Um, so first we had imposing excessive penalties on contract cancellation. Um, according to the KFTC, all eight agencies were imposing contract can cancellation penalties of two or three times the amount invested in the trainee. Considering that the usual contract lasts three years, the penalty would amount to as much as 150 million won, which is approximately 130,000 USD, 130,500 USD to be exact. Um, KFTC judged the penalty to be excessive and changed the clause to demand only the amount directly invested into the training. Um, two, forcing artists to renew their contract after expiration. JYP Entertainment, Cube Entertainment, and DPS Media or DSP Media 
pressured their artists to renew their contracts after expiration or forced them to return a sum double the amount invested in them. KFTC modified the clause, allowing companies to only begin preliminary uh, negotiations with the artists upon the expiration of the contract. Uh, three, canceling contracts immediately without notice. The clause permitting agencies to immediately cancel a contract without prior notice was changed to include a grace period, giving the two parties time to work out their conflict conflicts this cause uh this clause was previously part of contracts at lowen entertainment yg entertainment cube entertainment jyp entertainment and dsp media um for canceling contracts for ambiguous reasons the clause that allowed sm entertainment fnc entertainment and dsp media to cancel a contract based on unclear or arbitrary reasons was removed uh, five, forcing trainees to pay penalties immediately. This clause, forcing pay, uh, trainees to pay penalties immediately upon infringement of the contract, was changed to strictly follow the Korean civil law. And last but not least, limiting jurisdiction over legal cases to the Seoul Central District Court. Uh, the clause limiting legal cases regarding trainee contracts to be dealt with solely by the Seoul Central District Court has been modified to include all other authorized courts. Um, so in that last one, in case you don't understand, essentially you can only go to one set of courts and that court is pretty notorious and courts in general, but that's a whole nother issue and we could do a whole podcast about it. But essentially like those judges and they, and juries took bribes very often. And that's how a lot of those contract disputes got settled pretty easily. So the, there's a reputation of very, very bad dealings, um, especially when it comes to actually going to court. And the fact that you could essentially buy your way to freedom, which there's a lot of very uh, big celebrities who have done bad things and have basically bought in their way to freedom, including uh, government officials as well. And that's typically the court that they go through. Um, there's some other courts that are a lot more vicious. And there's some other judges within Seoul Central District Court that are very vicious as well. So I don't want to just blame that particular region. But that is why most clauses were like, you have to settle it here. So... Um, it's just worth saying, uh, personally for me, all of these seems like things that needed to happen. Um, I did know about one of these, the, these, some of these other ones are very strange to me, but one that I did know about was the artist for being forced to renew. And I only know that because when rainbow was kind of in a bad spot, a lot of them renewed because it would have been more detrimental to them to leave. Uh, so I didn't know JYP did it. That's kind of strange. Um, I'm not surprised that Cube did it. Um, and DSP Media, I expect to do it because DSP is... Uh, well, I have issues with that label. So. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not too surprised. And this is the one that, like, definitely was easy to abuse because you essentially tell people give me a bunch of money that's the only way you can leave and a lot of people don't have that money because they never made it while they were idols like they never made that kind of money um obviously you're only going to think about the big groups like you could say well why didn't car encounter that well car probably had the money that they could pay out and didn't have the issue um if you're talking about jyp j uh g of miss a probably had the money so she didn't care you know, Cube, same thing. All those girls from 4-Minute did make a good amount of cheddar, especially with the help of Hyanna. So it's it makes sense that they were able to get out and not worry too much about it. So it is worth noting that, like, most of the people who were able to leave and be and be able to leave scot-free had the money to be able to do it. Um, and a lot of people who you would say, oh, why are they still there? Why are they stuck? It's probably because they never made the money to be able to leave. So, um, But I don't know. How, how do you guys feel about all this stuff? I think any terms that makes 
things, I don't know, more fair or great. Uh, yeah, I agree. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, no, you go. Oh, okay. And I was just going to say that, um, you know, some of these are a bit surprising to me, but um, I'm glad that there's going to be a change because, you know, I've, you always hear about it, about some of these idols, especially from smaller labels of how, like, you know, if they leave their company before debuting or even if they debuted but they their group didn't get any popularity like even after leaving the company they struggle to pay off all what they owe the company f as a trainee and if they debuted if they owe them money for that de debut time you know they gotta pay that back so I just hope that this continues to be a positive thing for idols in the sense that, you know, for trainees and for idols, because a lot of it is just seems really unfair, like, to pay all that extra money when they're already struggling to begin with. Yeah, I was going to say the only thing I didn't like about this is that I feel like they could go even further. Um, I feel like there are some contract issues that they didn't even touch on in this, like, I guess in this... Um, what do you call it, in this revision, I guess, that um, will help, like, I think in any case, we should always be looking out for the idols, the people, the individuals, and not the companies that are preying on these people, so I think this is a good thing, and like, I just want to see it go further, or as far as, far as it can go. Uh, any, anybody else have anything to say? I, I mean, I, I think we're all in agreement on this one, yeah. so. <clears throat> okay, um, so, uh, on the Boyce 24 tip of things that are awful and wild, uh, Sungho of Boyce 24 voluntarily withdrawed from their promotional subunit that he was in because of an anonymous user who posted claiming that he was a bully in high school and harassed the girls. Um, it's interesting that, <laughs> uh, I don't feel like any of the girl shows that we've gotten recently with the exception of like the crazy lovelies it was lovelies right scandal mm -hmm. that we had um yeah. yeah we haven't had like uh this this much crazy i'm sorry what would you say juliet oh just uh, jisoo is the one who got yeah jisoo yeah um I, I i feel like we haven't had too many of those particular like scandals with the girls so it, it's almost a safer bet that you could get like 101 girls and probably have them all be scot-free or pretty close anyways like you might have a bullying rumor but you wouldn't have like a suspect sexist rumor or a like sexual assault rumor or anything like that uh it's pretty interesting um but we have you know boys 24 who are now encountering uh a few of those or just one maybe and then produce 101 that has a few for sure so uh it's it's very interesting to me that all that we have two shows that involve a large amount of boys and yet we've been able to easily find bad apples in the group it's kind of interesting it's interesting that like you said these scandals come up for the guys, but not many come up for the girls. Like, why is that? You know, girls do bad things too, so I don't understand. I think, um, I think it's because of what bad girls do, right? Like, the reason that Jiso was so scandalous and why it was such a big deal is it was like it beyond what happened. It was the fact that you're talking about like this crazy lesbian scandal. Mm -hmm. where this girl assaulted essentially other girls or like terrorized other girls supposedly right whereas like it's very i feel like it's much easier for us to um 
embrace the idea of like a dude, especially in a culture where men still have a, well, every culture has this obviously, but men have a sense of power and a sense of entitlement where they can just kind of get away with whatever they want. It seems like, especially in cultures that really still kind of enforce that you can just get wild. And it seems like when you have a large group of boys, you're guaranteed to have one person who's done something very bad. And that's really terrible, but it's crazy to think that like, it literally happens this way. Like, Every show that has a large group of boys that are competing has a scandal, and it's crazy. And you can have a large group of girls competing because we had Produce 101, and I don't remember anybody having this kind of scandal before the show was on. I don't remember that happening. Like, I know that we had girls that had scandal – well, not real scandals, but had issues within the show. But I don't remember anybody, like, having such a hard time that they got kicked out of the show before. And I feel like the reason we were so scandalized by Jisoo is because it was crazy that we had this girl who potentially might have sexually assaulted people or uh, might have kind of abused her power as a, like, as a sunbay to some people when she was in, in high school. And you just don't like I feel like that's not a thing that you encounter a lot. But then you look at these boy groups and it's like every boy group has their own Ilgen and every boy group almost has somebody who had some sort of suspect past. And there's a lot of girl groups that have it, too. But it seems like it's way more like the more boys you get, the more chance you have to have that. And I wonder if it's just one of these situations where um, we're in a culture where men don't don't get exposed to the same kind of ideas of like what's right and wrong and so they think they can do stuff that they can't when they're younger because if you don't instill that stuff on kids when they're young they're just they don't they don't follow the same kind of rules right so i don't know it's it's very interesting to me and it's like every time you get a big crop of boys you can see that like there 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 has to be something that's wrong that that's like that's what I'm trying to get at here, right? Like, you take 101 girls and you take 101 boys and you have two scandals within the boys and zero within the girls. That doesn't – like, you took the same crop of people, the same idea, and yet somehow we found two scandals and on this other one, there's no scandals. And it's not like they're not getting watched and searched as much. Like, maybe there's – I mean, obviously there's more female fans. There's more female fans that are going to care about boys. I agree. But – Like, if a girl does anything scandalous, the whole internet and the whole world knows because everybody loves that moment. Everybody loves the moment where you could drag somebody. Like, they live for it. Nobody's safe. Really, nobody's safe. And and really, in K-pop, girls get dragged a lot longer than dudes. I mean, there's a guy who clearly sexually assaulted people and was awful and a terrible human being and abused his girlfriend, and yet he still has a career. So, like, it's clear that dudes can get away with it. So... I feel like the fact that we know this precedent of like boys can get away with things and they just like there's there needs to be something something needs to be done because this is clearly an issue and like like I know that I chuckled and I know that like I'm you know I, I try to make jokes about things but this is a problem like this is a real issue that clearly people are facing and somebody has to be affected by it otherwise it wouldn't be here like this happened something happened. And it's just, it's really, it's crazy to think that, like, we're in 2017, and yet 
we still can't get 101 boys that haven't that somebody hasn't molested somebody or not molested but somebody hasn't assaulted somebody or somebody hasn't done something wrong or been a bully or done something terrible in their past you know and i know kids are kids but still like we didn't have this issue with 101 girls but i feel like it's it's very possible that in the 101 girls like some of them or one of them or however many did something but it just doesn't get talked about sure and and that's interesting yeah, that's totally possible. I mean, realistically speaking, that's totally possible. It just seems interesting that somebody was willing to come out anonymously immediately about a dude doing something wrong. And yet we have all these girls. And the last time we heard about an anonymous person coming out to talk about a girl doing something was Jisoo. Like, if you if you took all the debuts and everything since then, how many more scandals have been around boys than girls? Right? Yeah. So... I think a piece of it, it could be that because I feel like at times the way guys bully people and the way girls bully other girls are different in the sense that boys like to show their dominance to everyone. So they do it very publicly. So it's like multiple people see that side of you in a sense, seeing all the bullying you do. But when it comes to girls... It can be just one girl being bullying one other girl and it's behind doors like in the bathroom or you know in secret little corners so it's just like if multiple people can say bad things about one guy saying oh he was a bully at school you know it becomes more like this must this might be true because you know we're getting multiple you know eyewitness accounts but for the girls it's just like there'll be rumors but it'll just be like one rumor and it's people's, you know, they'll be like, mm, is it true or not? So I, I think that could be a piece of the reason why. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. But like but. not even just bullying, you know, how boys have other stuff like being an illegitimate, like partying when they're young or uh, Taeyong's scamming scandal or just like any kind of scandal. It feels like boys have them more, but I don't necessarily feel girls don't do those things. Oh, girls definitely do it. Like, I mean, to be honest, for some of the female, for the girl idols, like, some of that stuff still sticks with them till this day. Like, you know, what example would be, like, Sistar Dasan, you know, like, when they debuted um, Sistar, one of the things that came out was rumors that she was an Ilgen and that she bullied p- people. And, of course, it turns out to be that, that that's another Kim Dasan. But even now, sometimes you'll still see comments about that, like, oh, isn't she an Ilgen or whatever? And so, I don't know. I guess just, I don't know, guys just get it more than girls, but it definitely sticks around. At least I just think in, in a lot of cultures where like, there are male, like in a lot of male-dominated cultures, there's just a lot that we're able to visibly, openly excuse from boys, right? Like, so... In male-dominated right. societies, a lot of times, we even condition us to turn our eyes from violence that boys commit against other people. You know, we chuck up violent boys to boys will be boys, but we scrutinize girls for being violent. Oh, that's not ladylike. Oh, you're such a tomboy. Like, oh, that's not cute to be so, you know, hands-on. You know, so it's just... I, little things like that over time get ingrained in us, I think. And I think... You know, that turning a blind eye to violent boys ends up turning up 
um, it's like bystander effect, right? So after years and years of boys being told that, you know, it's in their blood, it's natural for them to be violent, eventually that turns into something more devious and worse. And they know or they feel empowered by it and they feel like they can get away with it because it's something that society has conditioned us that all boys do. And maybe it might not even yeah. be as insidious as, well, I'm going to do this because I know I can get away with it. It could just be as innocent as this is just what boys do. In your mind, you rationalize it that way. Like, I'm a boy. This is what I'm supposed to do. Or it's okay for me to be this way. So I think what we're all what we're getting into is sociology, psychology. And I don't think there's any right or wrong answer. And I think we all are getting into something, but... Um, I just think it's the nature of the beast at this moment. Like, this is just the way male-dominated societies are. Like, they're very much and, and uh, very much about, like, subconsciously promoting, you know, rape culture and sexism through action and non-action alike and through mental conditioning over time. Like, it's all subconscious. None of it is, like, overt, like, boys can get away with everything, but it's just like, oh, he's just a boy, leave it alone. And that, that becomes a problem over time. Right. And, um, and I, I definitely agree, especially like, you know, obviously I can, I can speak on my experiences as a boy growing up in school. I still remember it very vividly, but like, I was never told that violence wasn't necessarily the answer. Like, it's kind of something that I came to realize about myself that like, I don't find, like, I can solve any issue by just punching things. Like, that's just not something that was ingrained in me. But all of the kids in my school and, like, especially growing up in grade school, like, they were pretty violent. Like, people fighting was pretty regular. And, like, you know, it was play. people just talked up to, like, playful boys will be boys kids things. But it's, like, you know, that attitude led into bullying when you got a little bit older and that bullying led into even more savage bullying in high school and it's because it was it just went unchecked like you just nobody told us you couldn't do that and like you know I was very good friends and I always connected more with the girls in my school I had way more female friends than I ever did male friends when I was in school and part of that is like I didn't have that same environment with them like obviously we had I you know like I'm not going to say girls are completely innocent they're clearly not uh, and there were violent girls in my school as well, but not even close to the same amount. And very, very rarely, like, you know, um, we had that generic, and I'm using quotes here, generic, like, girls are catty and boys are violent thing. But, like, I still didn't even experience that much with them, you know? Like, there were bigger things on the plate. It always seemed like for me, this is the way I, uh, this is the way I personally grew up. I know it's different for everybody. Everybody's situation is different. But for me, it always seemed like the girls in my school had bigger things on their plate you know what i mean whereas like the boys were never told they couldn't be this bad person so like everybody was happy to be a terrible human being and they didn't think they were wrong for it because they kind of felt entitled to be able to do what they want because they were boys like and i remember even feeling that way for a little bit like i can get away with this because i'm a boy like a girl can do this but who cares i'm a boy i got lucky and like as you get older you realize like that 
idea, that whole social construct is wrong just from start to finish. Like no gender should be able to get away with something just because they're that gender. You shouldn't be able to be violent just because you're a boy. You should be held accountable for your actions. And by saying like, oh, boys will be boys, you're basically telling them you're not accountable for your actions. You have a penis. Like clearly you should punch people in the face or whatever. Like, um, and that's not the case, you know, and as we grow older, as we see more of life and as we are more willing to experience the situations we're in, like we know the a concept, even the concept of like, I'm a boy is more complex than just like, I have a penis, so I'm a boy. Like there's, you know, and that's something that you don't see right at the beginning. And it's interesting because I think as we get older, you know, well, I, the idea is like, as you get older, the people, you know, the newer generations will be far more aware and far more woke. Um, and maybe we're seeing like the very end of, the generation that I grew up with and the generation that probably all of us grew up with in, in a sense. And we're seeing like the, the last of that, the last dregs of it. Maybe, maybe I'm, I'm just not sure, but it's interesting because it makes me wonder, like, is that true? Like, is it really the younger generation? Have we really taught the younger generation enough yet? And like I said, maybe it's just because I'm in the age group that I expect to be teaching the rest. So we just haven't seen enough. Um, but as we like all these guys from produce 101 for the most part are pretty young right so like this is a young generation that's still coming in with the same kind of problems and the same kind of conflicts and it's like it's one of those situations where i wonder if we're doing enough if we're handling the issue more serious or as seriously as we should be and that's kind of why i let this topic run long is because i do feel like it's something important and something to think about something for people to kind of chew on is like are you like is this shocking to you you know what I mean? Like we had, like I said, we had produced 101 with the girls, no scandals. Produce 101 with the boys, they haven't even debuted yet and we already have scandals. They didn't even announce all the people in the, the group yet and we had scandals. Like that's crazy. I don't I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I, I don't know. But to me, that seems crazy that we couldn't even make it through all of these people and yet we still have this scandal. It just, it, it to me sounds like something that runs rampant. You know what I mean? Just to let you know, we were talking about Boys 24. Oh, sorry. Well, well no, but I mean, but the, the idea is <laughs> the same, right? Applies, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of going between the two topics. I'm sorry because just... They haven't the, happened the, yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. The the Just the, the whole list of scandals. But yeah. Um, but it, 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 I mean, it's in the same idea because it's things that happened to them while they were younger, not while they were, you know, older. So it, the, the same kind of concept stands. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. Sorry. Sorry. Um... Let's move on then. <laughs> uh, so one thing we do want to bring up. Sorry, sorry that I know the future. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can call me Doctor Strange. It's cool or somebody. I don't know. Um, so China recently blocked streaming services uh, of South Korean pop culture explicitly. Um, I don't have a lot to say on this one, so I'm kind of going to let you guys take this one. I mean, I don't have a lot to say either, but it's just like another thing they're doing to block out Korea and I think it's really I don't know why they're doing it I'm sure there's research that I should have done on it but I think it's interesting and I I don't understand <laughs> so basically you know Korea is the US's ally in the East in the Far East okay. and um, basically they allowed us to test some short range missiles from here from Korea uh and I guess that made China, as well as other people 
in the general vicinity, like, very nervous. Because um, they're not our allies in the East. So they were like, well, basically it's to punish South Korea for aligning with America and allowing them to test their short-range missiles. Because in the event that, you know, things go south in the world, that's what's going to happen. Like, we're going to use Korea. Korea's our ally. And I think they're trying to um, use negative reinforcement, negative incentives to, like, force South Korea out of their alliance with us. We're saying, like, hey, even though they're your ally, you're over here by yourself, and we are, you know, you get so much of your stuff from us, and we can just shut that up anytime we want, basically. So, they put their money where their mouth was, and they stopped, you know, relations with... Um, relations with South Korea. And what I'm curious to see is how this is actually... Like, I want some independent people to see how much money or how much, um... Like, how much commerce and, like, um... How much this is actually affecting the West. Like, how much this is actually affecting Korea. I want to know. And money and, like, jobs and, like, public relations. Like, what does this look like? Is this actually... Is this actually a detriment to South Korea at all? Or has it just been like, well, okay, well, it's all your fit. We'll just be over here when you're done. Well, I think outside of Korea, I think China's one of the biggest countries to, like, really have a large um, export import, I guess, of K-pop, like, CD sale-wise, concert-wise, because, you know, a lot of times, especially, like, the popular male idol groups have these huge concerts in China, um, I don't, and they do a they do a lot of buying of, you know, K dramas, and a lot of, you know, Korean actors. They actually do a, a pretty good amount of dramas in China. Like they don't even have to know Chinese. Like they'll film the the drama, the Chinese drama, but they're speaking Korean, but then they dub them over in Chinese. And then it's, but it's fine. They get, and they get paid a lot of money for it. So. Question. I don't was think. China also yeah. one that was like trying to block out Korean stuff to preserve their culture? Or is that something else? Well, I know there are a lot of people who are not happy. Um, a lot of people in China in the entertainment business of the fact that a lot of Korean actors were going to China, you know, to make quick bucks of, you know, filming uh, drama there. They're not, they don't even speak, you know, Mandarin or Cantonese or whatever or whatever it be. And, you know, they just go there, they film quickly for a few months, and then they just get dubbed over, and then that's it. They make, you know, a nice paycheck, you know? So I know that was one of the things that's been brewing for the past few years. I think it's funny if they're making this big, like, government statement to try to... Um... I don't know, persuade Korea. But then they're like, oh, TR is good. TR can still come here. They have a pretty good backing yeah. in China. So. TR is fine. So TR, they actually, I think they said that they were the only ones that were kind of not yeah. <laughs> Like, they're, they can still sell their CDs, yeah. have concerts, all that stuff. I, think, I love it. I just think it's interesting, though. Like, I haven't seen any of any, 
any one of them say anything yet so far, but like all the Chinese members, you know, in K-pop groups, you know, like how they're feeling they about this and anything. just like how much pressure they must yeah. be under. But because they're Chinese, do they get to go over there to promote? Yes, a lot of a lot of political sensitivity yeah, going on because you know, not that long ago there was that whole yeah. issue where about um. What was this? The Red the Sea? South what Agency. Was the South Agency yeah. and that whole drama. And it's just going to co continue to escalate. And I don't know. It's good. Like at the time when, you know, Chinese idols kind of put on their social media that photo about the, the lines, you know, that was a lot of drama. So if. Chinese idols speak about this now. I feel like it's gonna be just another wave of like yeah. They have to tread very carefully, and a lot of that means not taking any sides publicly and just keeping your mouth shut about the politics of everything that's going on. All right. Well, unless anybody else has uh, anything else, um, I guess this is the last like minute to do your pimping. Uh, well, I guess I'll say you know. Um, G Friend and Brave Girls have both put out really interesting mini albums this time around. I would encourage you all to listen to uh, a song, a ballad called Bombi from G Friend off The Awakening. If you get the chance, if you want to listen to something else off of their mini album. And you should also listen to the High Heels remix on Brave Girls' album. They kind of took their. Um, high heel song, and they made like a jazz, R and B, like more sensual version of it, and it's pretty good. So I, I mean, it's really good. I would give it a listen. It's a nice chill song to get you going. So it's that. Since we didn't cover it, I'll just say Day Six ha came out with uh, what's the song title? Day Six came out with How Can I Say, and we didn't mention it because, you know, time, but. It's really good. It's great. If you liked I Wait, you'll like this one, and I really recommend you listen to it. Well, this came out, like, last month, but it was, I never got to mention it, and it was never mentioned on the podcast. Um, well, we talked about it, but we never talked about the actual songs. But um, Subin from Thou Shall Bet, um, she's, like, been doing solo stuff for a while now. Um, I recommend everyone to listen to her songs um her last music video that she released which is circles dream and strawberry like if you like iu-esque type music um you're gonna love it because it's kind of similar um and i just like i know subin and i know she has a great voice because you know i listen to Dal Chabet. But I don't know, like her solo music stuff is like on another level, and I just her voice is so amazing. Like I didn't really, I guess it, her, Dasha Bed songs don't really showcase it, but her, just her voice, the way she kind of manipulates her voice sometimes, and the sound of it by herself is just uh, so amazing. So I totally recommend everyone to check it out. Her music videos. Um, they're just, I don't know, I really love them, and I've been listening to them, like, for the past month, like, over and over again. So good. Can you pimp in Tim? No, I don't, I don't have anybody to pimp, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
so thank you guys so much for listening uh if you're listening to us on soundcloud thank you so much please subscribe to us leave us comments we'll try to interact with you as best as we can um if you listen to us or if you don't listen to us on soundcloud you can find us soundcloud.com slash not your average netizens um if you'd rather listen to us on itunes we're there too as well on itunes you can find us under not your average netizens uh we should be the first thing that pops up please subscribe to us you know give us five stars leave a comment all that stuff really helps to get our our uh notoriety out there and all that good stuff so thank you so much um, if you'd like to talk to us directly, which we we totally encourage and hope that you'll reach out to us, you can reach out to us on Twitter. That would be NYA Netizens um, on Twitter. Please tweet at us. You know, let us know what you want us to talk about. We'll try to hit those topics. We would we would really like to talk about stuff you guys want us to talk about. So if there's like a group we always sleep on and you want us to follow, if you let us know, we definitely will at least check them out each promotion or whatever and try to give you like an idea of how we feel about it. Um, I think that would be actually a lot of fun. So, but or we just need... go on our Tumblr and ask us a random question. Right. You can also ask us questions on our Tumblr. Uh, if you go to notyouraveragenetizens.com, it'll take you straight to our Tumblr and you can leave us random questions there and we'll definitely answer those and try to... Ask Tim why he doesn't like BAP. <laughs> yeah, you could do that and I can tell you that all their music is whack. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. Um and uh, i think that's it i think i got everything so uh, you can also send us emails if you'd rather do that not your average netizens at gmail.com and i think that's it so from all of us thank you so much for listening and take it easy <laughs> bye, bye. bye